turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. everybody what's going on another i'll get to look craft beer cast on am 970 the answer a great show for you tonight a craft beer guest that's going to be joining me this hour actually an author who will be joining me this hour the usual news and notes to get to but first how can you follow me very easy on twitter at al gatulo instagram at gatulo that's g-a-t-t-u-l-l-o facebook.com slash ag craft beer cast via email albert g at nycradio.com don't forget iTunes and Google Play. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can find all the shows on those two fl- platforms. And we are Alexa ready as well. If you have an Alexa device, all you have to do is just say, Alexa, I want to hear the Al Gatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. And voila, Alexa will play the Al Gatulo Craft Beer Cast, the latest one uh, that is up. Or, of course, if you're listening live, at 11 p.m. on Sunday night, you get to hear it live as well. Now, coming up in a bit, about 20 minutes from now, Shaughnessy, uh, Shaughnessy Bishop Stahl. Uh, great name. He's an author. He's written a new book called Hangover. Obviously, it's a book about finding the best hangover remedies, and we'll discuss why he decided to write the book, what hangover works best for whatever booze you're drinking, and much more. And that's coming up in about 20 minutes. Just a, an interesting an interesting tale, interesting journey. Um, I was curious to find out why uh, he would write a book about this. Um, I've always found um, that the best hangover cure for me, if I've imbibed too much, is usually water before bed. You have to drink water before you go to bed. As much as you don't want to drink water, you have to because you dehydrate. Uh, Water uh, and something greasy when you get up in the morning. Bacon and eggs, uh, usually an egg sandwich. Uh, you know, bacon, egg, and cheese, or uh, for those who live in, what is it, North Jersey, it's pork roll, egg, and cheese. For those who live south, it's Taylor ham, egg, and cheese. I don't know. I never, I get those two things confused, and since I'm not a Jersey native, it really doesn't matter to me, even though I do live in New Jersey now. I'm a Staten Island native. Let's get into our news and notes uh, here on the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, the folks from Forgotten Boardwalk, uh, their last brunch is coming out. Uh, their brand new 6.7% ABV coffee porter uh, has an addition of cinnamon and vanilla. Uh, they say it's easy drinking and smooth. Uh, the cans and draft rolling out to stores all across New Jersey. And they've made this, uh, the coffee that's been added with their friends at Maiden Coffee Roasters from Asbury Park. You can purchase the exact regular blend by visiting their website at Maiden Coffee Roasters if you want to do a search for those guys. They're open special hours on Black Friday, and they'll have a very special tap listing as well from noon to 10 p.m., and they'll have a firkin of Sweet Potato Surprise. It's their funnel cake conditioned with candied yams, a pinch of nutmeg, and cinnamon, and they're also going to tap the following beers on Black Friday if you're in the um, area of Cherry Hill for Forgotten Boardwalk. They're going to tap 2016's Captain's Quarters, a 
smoked porter aged in maple syrup bourbon barrels. 2017 BA Tightrope Walker, a Baltic porter aged in maple syrup bourbon barrels. Bourbon barrel aged Gravity Road with vanilla and more to be announced. So very cool there from our friends at Forgotten Boardwalk. Now, uh, there was an article that was uh, put out earlier, uh, about a week or so ago, out of the Washington Post, and it talks about the aluminum tariffs uh, that are going on, and they are squeezing brewers. So, uh, you know, uh, the United States, Canada, and Mexico, uh, a couple months ago, finally tried to cut a new North American trade deal. Uh, President Trump had slapped tariffs on foreign steel and aluminum. Um, So... They finally got into an agreement between U.S., Mexico, and Canada, or the USMCA. The tariffs, uh, the, the, you know, this is, this is taking place. They've signed the agreement, right? But the aluminum tariffs are still in place. So this has affected uh, breweries. Now, the beer industry obviously needs aluminum to make cans. They're seeing their costs rise now. And a lot of breweries you see are shifting towards cans as opposed to bottles. And the reason why is cans are easily recyclable. They're, they're more portable uh, when you take them places. Um, it's, and, the, and the technology has gotten to the point where cans are much better at storing beer than they used to be, say, even 10 years ago, right? So um, the product, uh, the cans of beer are going to increase. We're seeing, you know, four packs of beer sometimes – uh, from these independent brewers, twenty twenty two dollars a four pack. Now a lot of them are keeping them in the fourteen to sixteen dollar price range, which is not terrible. But again, this is where um, you know this is where it's a problem. Now, Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross said, you know, he was during a speech, uh, you know, in 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 March. Uh, Wilbur Ross said he held up cans of Budweiser and Campbell Soup and Coca Cola, and he said the per can cost increase is no big deal. He said if that goes up by 25%, that's about six-tenths of one cent. Who in the world is going to be bothered by six-tenths of a cent? Well, when you have to deal with uh, breweries that are not making the money like Campbell's Soup and Budweiser and Coca-Cola, the Beer Institute, a U.S. trade group, said brewers are bothered. It projects that over a year, tariffs on foreign aluminum could increase the cost of beer production by $347 million. U.S. beer sales totaled $111.4 billion in 2017, according to the Brewers Association. And I'm guessing that's craft beer, not big beer, right? So this is a big problem. Um, Jim McGreevy, president and CEO of the Beer Institute, wants to see the tariffs repealed. Uh, We were hoping that the renegotiation of NAFTA would have taken the steel and aluminum tariffs off the table, but all indications are that the tariffs will continue. That does not bode well for American beer. And Ryan Krill, the co-founder and CEO of Cape May um, Brewing, was uh, commented for this article, and he said, Krill, who started his business in 2011, says rising aluminum prices will cost him about $30,000 this calendar year in 2018, which is a you know, a large amount of money for a small group. Uh, we could get a lot of miles out of that. He, he quote, he's quoted as saying, it's a bit of a bummer. And this is a big deal for brewers. Now, Cape May is making, a, you know, a pretty good business, but still, they're very, very small. When you're talking about brewers like uh, Wet Ticket and Bolero Snort out of, out of New Jersey, um, who else? Uh, you know, uh, Interborough in, in New York. Um, you know, I'm, I'm trying not to name too many people off the top of my head, but when you're dealing with brewers that are not making the volume that even Cape May is is losing, and they're saying they're losing thirty thousand dollars this calendar year, that's a substantial amount of money. Thirty grand um, pays for a new vehicle uh, for a, a you know a small brewer. Thirty grand 
pays for a round of, you know, uh, whatever, funding, a, a new tank, part of a new tank, a mortgage payment, whatever. That's a big deal, folks. These tariffs need to be repealed. Somebody needs to get in the president's ear and get these tariffs re- repealed quickly so that the aluminum cost doesn't get out of control because we're going to start to see businesses fall by the wayside, I think, even more next year than, than we'd like to see. As we continue on here in our news and notes segment on the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer, Keith Villa, the uh, brewmaster who retired from Miller Coors earlier this year, has launched Sarah Inc. It's a cannabis company, and he has made a... Uh, a cannabis-infused beverage, um, which is called Grain Wave. It's Villa's first THC-infused non-alcoholic craft beer, a Belgian-style white ale, will hit Colorado dispensaries in mid-December. In a press release, the company said each uh, 10-ounce bottle of Grain Wave, which has been in development for nearly a year, would contain precisely 5 milligram doses of fast-acting THC with a similar onset time as alcohol. He says in the press release, by infusing a great-tasting craft beer with THC, will empower all adults over age 21 to tap into the magic of cannabis through this new spin on a Belgian classic. A four-pack, get this, is going to sell for $36 in Colorado, according to the release. Single bottles will also be sold for $9 each. Villa said in this press release, for those who desire the sensations of marijuana, cannabis de-alcoholized craft beer represents a more socially acceptable way to consume THC. The THC-infused non-alcoholic craft beer consumer can join the party without feeling ostracized. Besides, it's a lot more refreshing. He plans to introduce additional products, a light lager and an IPA with THC infusions ranging between 2.5 milligrams and 10 milligrams in Colorado, California, and Nevada and other states where recreational cannabis is legal. That is pretty, pretty interesting. Uh, a cannabis-infused beverage that is non-alcoholic. Man, that's weird. I don't know if I would try that. Just just throwing it out there. Uh, Smutty Nose has released two new year-round IPAs, a uh, whole lot of loop, uh, Looplin, uh, Smooth Drinking Double IPA, and Mysterious Haze. It's a medium-bodied, double-dry hop New England IPA. It'll be in 16-ounce cans. Uh, the uh, They kicked off the release during the last week of October, and they'll be available in widespread distribution uh, beginning this month and throughout the rest of uh, the year. They, uh, you know, obviously, they had an ownership transition last spring to a local family-owned investment uh, firm, Runnymede uh, Investments, LLC. So Smutty Nose focused on the future. You know, the big deal with Smutty Nose was that they really didn't come up with anything innovative over the last several years, and they lost a lot of market share in business. So be interesting to see what happens here with these two new IPAs. Be interested to try them and check them out. And then finally in our News and Notes segment, Heavy Seas has announced their 23rd anniversary triple IPA that will be available in December in the following uh, states where they have a distribution footprint, of course, New Jersey and New York, Pennsylvania, Connecticut, that area will get uh, this 23rd anniversary ale. It's going to be the first beer released by Heavy Seas in a four-pack of 16-ounce cans. Very cool. With pressure-sensitive labels. The label artwork designed by local Baltimore artist Owen Murphy of One Drop Design Studio. Uh, they will be hosting a 23rd anniversary party on Friday, December 7th in their tap room uh, in Maryland. It'll be the first time customers can tw- try 23 on draft or purchase the triple IPA in cans. Very cool. Looking forward to trying that. And the triple uh, IPA is clocking in at 11.5% ABV. That is pretty powerful. When we come back after a short break, more news from around the beer world, especially some changes 
uh, at the ABC in New Jersey. Folks, we're just getting started on this program that focuses on the del- delicious beverage, and it's made with barley and hops. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Mike Gallagher wants to know what we do with the migrant caravan now. Portions of this caravan consisting of 900 Central Americans in 22 buses arrived in the northern border state of Sonora, escorted by state and federal police yesterday. We got seven to 10,000 people arriving by bus, by car, by foot. I don't know. They're coming. And what's cable news going to say now? The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 10, right before Dennis Prager at 1 on AM 970. The Answer. Why choose Perillo to plan that once-in-a-lifetime trip to Italy? I'll tell you why. Perillo Tours have been operating for 74 continuous years. Perillo only contracts for first-class and deluxe hotels, which are centrally located for ease of travel. Each hotel is personally inspected by Steve Perillo himself for comfort and convenience. Imagine walking out your hotel and you're right on the Spanish steps, or a minute from Venice's iconic St. Mark's Square, or right in the center of the historic district of Florence. Comfort and convenience, that's the hallmark of a Perillo tour, taking all the stress out of travel. Traveling with a never-lift-a-finger vacation. Be the first 10 people to request a brochure today and receive a bottle of Botticelli Premium Quality Italian Extra Virgin Olive Oil. Botticelli Foods, the art of Italian flavor. Limit one per household. Go to BotticelliFoods.com to see their full line. Call for your 2019 Italy brochure at 888-PERILLO. That's 888-PERILLO or visit PerilloTours.com. It was my fifth birthday, and my dad was bringing home the cake. Should have been here a half hour ago. The cake never made it, and neither did my dad. 911, what's your emergency? That was the day a drunk driver killed my dad. Daddy? Impaired drivers take lives. Think. Sponsored by the New York State Governor's Traffic Safety Committee. Aired in cooperation with the New York State Broadcasters Association. Pat Boone here again, and I assure you, I have never before endorsed a pain relief product. Not until now. Not until Relief Factor came along as a 100% drug-free solution for people struggling with ordinary pain. Quite simply, Relief Factor was designed by doctors to help relieve those occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, and everyday living. Let me ask you, are aches and pains keeping you from sleeping through the night? Or keeping you from taking those nice long walks or playing golf or tennis? You can't really call it living if you can't get around comfortably. The three-week quick start from Relief Factor may be all you need to lower or even eliminate these pains. A whole lot of people have already gone to relieffactor.com and here's something you need to know. The majority of people who order the three-week quick start, now only $19.95, go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain, too. Go to relieffactor.com.
The great Eric Clapton. Eric Clapton. Gee, how did I mangle that one? Welcome back to the Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. Follow me very easily on Twitter at Al Gattulo, Instagram at Gattulo, G A T U L O, Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast. Uh, via email, albert g at nycradio.com. And don't forget iTunes and Google Play. You just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast, and you can find all the shows on those two platforms. It hurts me, too, uh, from the Eric Clapton album, From the Cradle, which he put out in the uh, mid to late 90s. And this was a, a concept thing with, uh, with Clapton. I shouldn't say a concept thing. Clapton wanted to do a lot of um, classic blues songs, his take on these different uh, blues songs. But he wanted to do all of them in one take. Get in the studio, they put the music together, boom, do it, one take, record it, no matter what happens. Mistakes, none, whatever, doesn't matter, boom, move on to the next track. It is a phenomenal album. If you want to hear Eric Clapton sing some tremendous uh, blues songs, uh, not written by him, uh, songs that were done by other artists, and uh, put together in one album that was recorded, all every song, one take, that's the album to get from the cradle. Uh, from Eric Clapton, it's just it's raw, it's it's gritty, it's uh, it is true EC at his very finest. Shaughnessy Bishop Stahl, he's an author. He's written a new book called Hangover, uh, where he has w- went across the world to search for the uh, the best hangover ever. He's going to be joining me in just about ten minutes from now. Uh, the big beer news that came out last week in New Jersey, which we hadn't touched on, uh, the Attorney General uh, of New Jersey, uh, Gerbier Gruel. Announced uh, late last week uh, that uh, Governor Murphy is nominating Attorney James B. Graziano to serve as the director of the Division of Alcohol Beverage Control, uh, taking over from uh, uh, what, what was his name again? Ribble, Ribble, Ribble. What, uh, David Ribble. Uh, he's taking over from him now. Those of you who listen to the show know that David Ribble uh, had come out with this, um, basically a ruling on his end, saying that they were going to change the way craft beer. Uh, was done in New Jersey. Certain things were going to be put into place. People went nuts over it. The breweries went nuts, the smaller breweries. And uh, there was such a public backlash from it, lawmakers, the governor himself, uh, that they decided to suspend those rulings until uh, they could do some further investigation. The bottom line here is, folks, I think it's going to take legislation uh, to really clearly define what breweries can and can't do in New Jersey. Um, You know, it's going to take a law to make this happen. Uh, some of the breweries were kind of loosely following the rules. Others were following it to the letter. Um, but I think at the end of the day, you're going to have to have legislation to clearly state what a brewery can and can't do. I don't think that breweries are competitions for restaurants. Uh, you want to tell me that they're a competition for a restaurant? I'm going to I'm going to fight that tooth and nail, very simply. They don't pay as much money Um as restaurant owners do, which, again, I think that's completely archaic and out of whack in New Jersey, they pay far less than that. And their license is not transferable. It does not gain in value. They have to buy equipment that depreciates in value the moment they buy it. To me, it's wrong. But James Graziano is now going to be the director of the Division of Alcohol Beverage Control for New Jersey. He's been appointed. He will succeed him, uh, let's see, November 26th. He starts the position, so next week, uh, and then Ribble will um, will step down. Uh, he's going on to uh, pursue new opportunities. So uh, kudos to um, to uh, Mr. Graziano uh, for becoming the new uh, ABC director. Uh, David Ribble, wish you the best of luck as well. But David Ribble was not working, at least in my opinion, at least to me. I don't think he was working in the best interests 
of the breweries. And again, you know, this is a, a talk of discussion, uh, you know, from a, a lot of different people in a lot of different areas. So, um, you know, we're going to be continuing this discussion in the weeks to come until some type of legislation is put in place that clearly states, hey, look, this is the deal. Here's what here's what you can do, what you can't do, uh, and and go from there. So we will we will see what happens, um, you know, in, in the future. Hopefully, uh, there will not be um, you know a big you know a big deal on this. Uh, and hopefully, the uh, I know there's two bills that were introduced into the New Jersey State Legislature. Let's see if one of those uh, gets through. And again. I don't think everybody is going to win here. I think there's going to have to be some give and take uh, from the breweries, from the ABC, the restaurant industry. There has to be some give and take here in order to get something that uh, will you know, help the majority of the brewers. Let's put it that way. There is a great event going on as we continue on here in our News and Notes segment here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Great event going on, the Juicy Brews Winter Invitational Craft Beer Festival, which is being hosted by Hop Culture. It takes place on Saturday, December 8th. There are two sessions. Uh, there's a session from noon to 3. There's another session from 4 to 7. Uh, it's taking place at Five Boroughs Brewing. Uh, it's an event I'm going to be attending. There is a lot of fantastic beer that's going to be at this event. And uh, what they're it, they're kind of doing it as an eighty ski party. Um, listen to the breweries that are going to be there: Allagash, Burley Oak, Casey Bl- Brewing and Blending, Civil Society, Cloudburst, Five Boroughs, of course, will be there. Hacienda Beer, Hudson Valley Beer, Humble Sea Brewing, Ingenious, Kent Falls, Mars, McKellar, Root Plus Branch Brewing, The Answer Brew Pub out of Virginia, Threes Brewing, Triple Crossing Bre- a Beer, Twin Elephant Brewing, who I love those guys, going to try and get them on the show in the next couple of weeks, Twin Elephant from New Jersey, Vitamin C Brewing, West Hill Brewing. This is going to be an awesome event. They want you to dress in kind of ski outfits from the 80s. There's going to be music. Food trucks will be there, uh, f- food for purchase. Tickets are a little pricey, but it is definitely worth uh, your time to be there. You're going to get a designer glass from Sam Taylor uh, illustration. Again, this is run by Hop Culture, and it's going to be out of Five Boroughs Brewing. Uh, the tickets for general admission, $69 for $104. You get a VIP ticket that gets you a four-pack collaboration uh, beer from the event, as well as a, uh, a Teku glass that was designed uh, as well by uh, Sam, uh, what is this? Sam Taylor, uh, who has illustrated this glass as well. Very cool event. I will be there. It's Saturday, December 8th. Again, two sessions, noon to 3, 4 to 7. I think I'm going to the earlier uh, session because I want to get in and out of there. Uh, they're encouraging you take the subway, Uber. Uh, not a lot of par- great parking around Five Boroughs Brewing, so keep that in mind if you're going to go there. It's December 8th. They have a Facebook page. Uh, invite up if you want to check that out. Uh, you definitely want to get there. And one of the owners of Hop Culture, the founder, Kenny Gould, he's going to join me on the program in two weeks. We're going to be discussing this event. It, I, I'm looking uh, forward to it. It is going to be fantastic. And then finally, the other big news uh, out of the beer world. So apparently, um, Miller Coors had acquired Pabst Blue Ribbon, and uh, Pabst Blue Ribbon feels that Miller Coors is trying to knock them out of business. So they, they had a lawsuit against Miller Coors saying that their their fears that they might soon be uh, extinct. And according to the court documents, Miller Coors is seemingly planning to end a longstanding partnership between the two brands in which Miller Coors packages and produces almost all of PBR's products. Miller Coors says they don't have the means to continue producing the 4 to 4.5 million barrels that PBR requires annually and that PBR isn't paying them enough to warrant continuation of the deal. 
So PBR is saying Miller Coors is lying about their brewing capacity, could easily continue helping them regardless, and saying if the, if something doesn't happen here, uh, there's going to be an issue. Now, apparently PBR uh, sent a response to this lawsuit. A number of publications had um, had talked about this story and said, uh, since 1844, this is the statement from PBR, since 1844, Pabst has been offering authentic, great-tasting, and affordable beers to all Americans. From our flagship brand, Pabst Blue Ribbon, to our local legends, which include Rainier, Lone Star, Old Style, Stag, Strohs, Natty Bow, Olympia, and others, these iconic brands all have rich histories and deep roots in communities across the country. We're deeply disappointed that Miller Coors, the U.S. subsidy of multinational brewing conglomerate Molson Coors, has willfully breached our 19-year agreement in an effort to stomp out the competition. Even though Miller Coors' market power is much larger than Pabst, we will not allow this industry bully to push us around. We are confident that the court will see Miller Coors' fabricated capacity concerns for what they are, a thinly veiled bad faith attempt to unlawfully hurt a competitor. So we will see what happens here uh, with this lawsuit. And of course, as information comes out, we will absolutely get it to you. Look, Pabst Blue Ribbon, man, I used to go to, um, oh God, where was the place down in the village that uh, the meatpacking district? Hogs and Heifers, a dollar Pabst Blue Ribbon. You can't beat it. For a dollar, a Pabst Blue Ribbon. I, I hope that this uh, this lawsuit uh, does not affect Pabst Blue Ribbon in any way. I hope that Miller Coors continues to produce that beer uh, to, to, to help them out. And look, who doesn't like a dollar beer from Pabst Blue Ribbon? I mean, come on. Come on. This is ridiculous. We want our Pabst Blue Ribbon, don't we? I think. PBR? Come on. When we come back after a short break, author Shaughnessy Bishop Stahl joins me with his new book called Hangover. And this is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. News, opinion, passion. This is AM 970, The Answer. It's overcast and 43 degrees. What's going on? We have the answer. A pregnant woman is dead and a teenage girl is critically injured in the crash on the Major Deacon Expressway in the Bronx. Terry McCready reports. Officials say Jennifer Paracella of Middletown was driving a van that suddenly plowed into the rear of a tractor trailer near Exit 1 Saturday morning. ABC 7 reports Paracella's 28-year-old brother and a 12-year-old boy were also passengers in the vehicle and both are expected to be okay. The driver of the tractor trailer is in stable condition. Paracella worked on a farm and was on her way to the city to deliver produce. A police investigation is underway. Terry McCready, NBC News Radio, New York. Thank you, Terry. A police car struck and killed a pedestrian early Saturday in Rockland County, New York. Havistraw police are saying that the officer was on a routine patrol at about 5 a.m. when the man was struck in front of a gas station on Ramapo Road in Garnerville. The officer was put on administrative leave as the crash is investigated. Police did not release any information about the victim, pending notification of his family. In sports, Giants beat the Buccaneers this afternoon 38-35 to in the NBA. Knicks lost to the Magic 131-117 to in the NHL. Islanders lost, Devils lost. Traffic delays at the inbound George really aren't any on the upper deck. Just remember lower level and Palisades approach. Easy pass customers only until 6 in the morning. Lincoln Tunnel in and out's quiet. Holland inbound looks to have about a 5 to 10 minute wait from the turnpike approach only. Outbound Holland looks to be in pretty good shape. We had an accident earlier on the Garden State Parkway at exit 143. That's gone, so that's good news. All cleared, no residual volume. Weather for tonight, 20% chance of rain after 3 a.m., mostly cloudy with a steady temperature of 44. Slight chance of rain tomorrow before 10, cloudy, high 51. 
You now know what's going on. I'm Amy Salerno on AM 970, The Answer. Balance of nature's fruits and veggies in a capsule. I thought I had a sinus headache for a few days, but I had a massive brain aneurysm, hemorrhage of the brain and a stroke, and I was on my deathbed. I was on a respirator in a coma for 35 days. And three months later, I came home in a wheelchair. I had double vision. I had to learn to walk again, to speak again. One and one is two, write the alphabet. You know, if I went out and did a little something, I'd come home, I'd be in bed. Now, I'm up by like 5.30 in the morning, and I go to the gym. I do shopping. I cook. I, I have energy all day. I mean, I feel great. Overall, my whole outlook, just feeling, my mental aspect, everything, everything is better. For a limited time, use discount code THEANSWER, and we'll take 35% off your first preferred set of fruits and veggies and have them shipped to you free. Call 800-246-8751. That's 1-800-246-8751. Or go online to balanceofnature.com and use discount code THEANSWER. Tweet us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. We're everywhere. AM 970. Theanswer.com. Welcome back to the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer. Follow me very easily on Twitter at Algatulo, Instagram at Gatulo, G A T. U double L O Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast via email at Albert G at NYC Radio.com. And don't forget iTunes and Google Play. You just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can find all the shows on those two platforms. And we're Alexa ready as well. Just say to your Alexa, I want to hear the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast uh, on AM 970 The Answer. And you will get to listen to the show right from your Alexa ready device. A little rush to get things going here because my guest, he is an author, but he also teaches writing at the University of Toronto's. School of Continuing Studies. Don't forget, Rush did come from Toronto there. His new book is all about his journey to find the perfect hangover remedy. And coincidentally enough, the name of the book is called Hangover. And since Thanksgiving is right around the corner and some people do like to imbibe a little bit too much, we want to get that perfect uh, hangover remedy. Now, you can buy it on Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble. I believe it's coming out this coming Tuesday. But let me welcome in direct from Toronto, Canada, Shaughnessy Bishop Stahl to the Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Shaughnessy, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I am doing great. Now, I'm going to take a wild guess here and say that you like to drink much like I do. And did you happen to wake up one morning after a particularly bad night and decide, I need the perfect hangover remedy. Let me write about it, too. <laughs> uh, I, there's a chance I like to drink even more than you do. And maybe <laughs> maybe that's part of the problem. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I've had many, uh, many a bad morning. But how the idea actually came about was uh, I, I was uh, trying to help somebody else with their hangover at a at a barbecue, and it turns out the guy who was uh, uh, sort of listening in on our conversation was a book publicist, and uh, uh, he know I was an author, and uh, he he asked me if I thought it would uh, it would make a good book, and I thought no, sounds like a dumb idea to me, but then we had a few drinks, and uh, ten years later I've got a book. Now, you see, that's interesting because when this this uh, beer show started, my boss came to me and said, it's a great idea. You should do a radio show on it. And I, I looked at him and I said, it's our Christmas party. We're both <laughs> drinking. Talk to me when you're sober on Monday and we'll figure it out. <laughs> and see, lo and behold, there you go. Now, Sean, for me, the best hangover remedy 
that works for me mm. is usually water before bed, uh, at least a bottle or two uh, of water, maybe maybe some aspirin if I can handle it, and mm. usually something greasy for breakfast the next day uh, that includes bacon, without a doubt, to sop it up. What do you think? Is that a good remedy? Um, I'd say that's a treatment. I, I'd say that uh, those, those three things you just mentioned there can't, can't hurt, mm. um, but I, I wouldn't call them uh, a cure. I think at best what you're doing uh, in that situation is maybe uh, uh, decreasing the intensity and the longevity of your hangover. But I, I, I doubt it actually wipes it right out oh, myself. Interesting. But, uh, yeah, the uh, the water thing, I mean, uh, most people do have the truism that uh, hangovers have to do with dehydration. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a part of it, but uh, but more importantly, uh, the problem is that all your all the flame uh, all the uh, cells in your body are inflamed, which makes your organs rigid, uh, which means that your body can't even absorb enough water. So no matter how much water you drink, it actually isn't uh, being absorbed by the cells of your body. It's one of the problems. Now that's interesting. I didn't know that. We're talking with Shaughnessy Bishop Stahl. He's the author of the book called Hangover, uh, and of course it's available wherever you buy books: Amazon.com, Barnes and Noble, etc. It'll be on sale this coming Tuesday. We're here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM nine seventy. The answer. So, Shaughnessy, how far did you travel? to get the best hangover remedy. Obviously, it's not right around the corner in Toronto. (laughs) Obviously, there are hangover remedies all over the world. How far did you travel to get the best one? Um, I think in the end, it was something like 25 different countries, uh, over 100 cities, uh, and uh, this was over the course of a decade. (laughs) Um, I went far far and wide, everywhere from... uh, Las Vegas to Amsterdam to uh, the, uh, the the top of uh, some mountains in the Alps, um, Scotland. Uh, the, well, I could go on and on. Not, all right, so wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah. Let's let's stop you for a second. The Alps. Sure. You're in the mountains. What is the yeah, hangover yeah. remedy there? Well, I had this uh, I had this great idea that um, I would. Uh, Take a tour through Bavaria by uh, during beer festival season, and okay. basically I would uh, uh, alternate between visiting beer festivals and health spas. I, I, I thought that this was the perfect balance to kind of you know yin yang to drinking through Bavaria. Um, and one of these quote unquote health spas was at the very top of uh, one of the highest mountains in the Alps. And um, for that one, after dragging myself out of a beer hall, I drove uh, sort of endlessly through some, uh, um, you know, very difficult roads up the uh, up to the top of this mountain, mm-hmm. where where they uh, they have something um, that translates as a hay bath, but it essentially um, what they do as a as a treatment for all sorts of ailments, uh, but primarily hangover, is they put you in a in a coffin. Essentially, oh. uh, pour boiling water from a cauldron uh, into the coffin. This is down in a catacomb uh, at, uh, beneath the earth at the top of this mountain. Okay. Uh, so basically, you boil in a in a coffin for a while. They they pull you out of the coffin, butt naked, and put you into a hay grave where basically you are covered uh, entirely in. Um, in hay from the surrounding fields. I should also mention that the water is an emulsion of something like 75 different grasses and herbs from all over uh, this particular mountain. Wow. And you and, and you lay uh, buried beneath this hay for, 
I don't know. It, it felt like hours. <laughs> it sounds long. pretty elaborate then, for a hangover. Yeah, yeah. And then they lift you out of your hay grave, uh, um, lead you out of the catacomb, and uh, and you start drinking some orange Austrian wine. Uh, so that that, that wow. was uh, that was um, actually somewhat uh, effective. I found that's that pretty. Yeah. That is pretty cool. Now, Sean, I have to ask you: the worst yeah, yeah. hangover in your life that you've yeah. ever had was induced by what type of booze? What's your kryptonite? Well, I do. Uh, I do detail one of uh, my worst hangovers ever in the book uh, uh, near the end in a chapter called. Um, Oh, uh, when when lizards drink from your eyes, or something like oh, that. Okay. Uh, because I did end up uh, following a uh, a bachelor party uh, um, uh, in Tucson. I did end up um, during, you know, after all of the tequila and and beer and other things. Um, I got the hiccups and tried to. Uh, I had the drunken idea of trying to cure my hiccups by drinking. Um, uh, vinegar mixed with sugar oh um uh, so i did a lot of vinegar sugar shots at the end of the night which i would not recommend to anybody <laughs> all uh, right so that doesn't work for hiccups at and, least <laughs> no, it, it, it got rid of my hiccups and almost killed me oh um, no that's not that's yeah not good. yeah so, so uh, and the next day during uh you know um while uh on the 60 mile drive to the wedding uh the, the the car I was in broke down, and I ended up uh, um, basically crawling through the desert and getting heat stroke. And uh, that, that that one particular hangover uh, lasted about three days and involved a lot of medical attention. Oh, boy. Uh, we're talking with Sean Bishop Stall. He is the author of the book Hangover. It's available wherever you buy books, Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, etc. Uh, the book is coming out Tuesday. It's on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast here on AM 970. The answer, all right, last question for me, Sean yeah. uh, At yeah. the various places that you did travel to, obviously you told us one story here mm-hmm. in Tucson, another one in the Alps. Did you tell people you were writing a book before getting the hangover remedy, or did you keep it a secret? Well, it really depended on the situation and uh, what I was doing. Uh, I mean, when I went to Vegas, I was there most, uh, but primarily to spend some time with the self-reported hangover doctor. Mm. Uh, this, you know, that's what he does for a living. So he knew what I was there for. What he didn't know is that I was putting his uh, his hangover treatments to the test by every time I'd, you know, drink too much and then go visit him. I'd then go out and do stuff you would never ever want to do with a hangover, <laughs> like uh, driving a Ferrari around a, a ten-turn track or uh, piloting a fighter jet in a in an actual uh, uh, mock do- mock dogfight above the uh, uh, above the Las Vegas sands, or shooting bazookas, or going to uh, um, you know mariachi concerts, uh, and so I basically um, uh, you know made myself um, as uh, uh, you know as much in need of his treatment as possible, and then put it to as much of a test as possible, That's and it went awesome. very 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 badly. No, but that, but hey, that's a that's a pretty cool journey in and of itself. But you did this over ten years. That's wild. All right, my, I I lied. I do have one more question. In your, okay, in more, your opinion, in your opinion, yeah. what remedy would work the best for most people? Uh, I actually do come to a conclusion in the book. Uh, there's a there's a hangover remedy that I use um, that is a concoction of various uh, uh, vitamins, amino acid supplements, some anti-inflammatories, etc. But the important thing is. When you take it, uh, you have to take it after drinking and before sleeping. Gotcha. Once you've fallen asleep, the mechanism of hangover begins. And once it begins, it's very hard to stop it. And in fact, 
there may be more detrimental aspects to stopping it, seeing as so much about hangover is connected with your immune system. And and, uh, and you don't always want to stop that mechanism once it starts. Uh, that's all detailed in the, uh, in the final chapter of my book where you could actually um, you know, find the hangover cure that I suggest and, and uh, with instructions how to use it yourself. Well, I encourage everybody to go out and get this book. It's on bookshelves on Tuesday. My guest has been Shaughnessy Bishop Stahl. He is the author of the book Hangover. It is available wherever you buy books, Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, etc. Shaughnessy, thanks so much for joining me tonight. Very much appreciate it. May I thank you. All right, so full disclosure, like a dope, as usual, I didn't double-check my writing when I was... Uh, getting ready to interview Shaughnessy Bishop Stahl and his new book. His new book is called Hungover, not Hangover, because Hangover was the movie that spawned sequels, etc., etc. So my apologies to the author Shaughnessy Bishop Stahl. The book is called Hungover, and it's available in bookstores this coming Tuesday, Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, etc., etc., etc. When we come back after a short break, it's time for Suds and Duds on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Albin, I gotta tell you a story. Oh, please do. Okay, a long time ago, in a kingdom far away, a certain caveman named Donald stood up to a mob of toxic swamp creatures and helped his fellow cavemen take their government back. What hey, do you think of that? That's great. Hey, I've got a new book out. My name's Eric Metaxas. The book is Donald Drains the Swamp. I team up with my buddy Tim Raglan to tell this tale based on a true story of a citizen caveman named Donald who is the only one with the courage to stand up against the bipartisan group of cowardly, money-grubbing swamp creatures. Ooh. One of them is a Lobbyosaurus. Another them, another one of them is a Georgiosaurus. It's just, it's just loaded with horrible creatures. But Donald, you know, he wins the day. And I got to say, folks, this is a highly controversial new book. I'd love you to get it. It's sweet but pungent, and it'll leave you smiling and cheering for Donald and the USA. Yay! Reserve your copy of Donald Drains the Swamp by Eric Metaxas and Tim Ragland today at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and wherever books are sold. We all know the secret to the best Italian food is the sauce, and no one has sauce as good as Michael's of Brooklyn. Their sauce is made from scratch, using only the best ingredients. But don't take our word for it. Stop at any of your local supermarkets and pick up a jar or listen to the Joe Piscopo Morning Show every Wednesday for a chance to win a whole case of Michael's delicious, authentic, and fresh sauce. You can also enter online at am970theanswer.com. That's am970theanswer.com. Good luck. Our hosts all look like GQ models. See them now at am970theanswer.com. Welcome to the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. Follow me very easy on Twitter at Alcatulo, Instagram at Catulo, G A T U L O, Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast via email, Albert G at NYCRadio.com. And don't forget iTunes and Google Play. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can find all the shows on those two platforms and Alexa ready as well. Just say to your Alexa, Alexa, I want to hear the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast. On AM 970, the answer, and bingo, you get to hear the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast 
on your Alexa-ready device. I don't know why I got all soft there at the very end. Anyway, it is late when I tape these shows. I mean, it's, I tape them early in the morning, but it is late when the show airs at 11 o'clock at night uh, on the East Coast on a Sunday night uh, here at AM 970. The answer in our beautiful studios uh, located in Lower Manhattan right next to the Trinity Church. So let's kick off Suds and Duds. This is the segment where I tell you about the various beers that I've had over the past week or so, and I let you know whether I like them. That would be a Suds. And if it's a Dud, I will let you know that as well. Uh, very few Duds lately, although, yeah, I mean, one or two slip in there uh, every once in a while. But um, the uh, good folks at uh, Paragon Tap and Table, one of my favorite places to go and imbibe in uh, some delicious craft beer, located right off the, t- uh, the uh, parkway, almost a turnpike, right off the parkway exit 135 in Clark, New Jersey. Uh, they had a few weeks ago a Firestone Walker tap takeover. Firestone Walker is one of my favorite breweries uh, in the land. I love uh, almost everything that these guys do. There are very few beers that Firestone Walker puts out that uh, I do not like, and um, it's always a great time uh, to catch up with the reps from Firestone Walker. Gallagher, uh, who is a great guy, a gregarious, big gregarious guy. He's just a lot of fun to chat with and um, got a chance to... Uh, to chat with him for a few minutes and then, of course, hang out with a couple of my buddies. The nice thing was that night for this tap takeover was the night before my high school reunion. And so I had the day off the next day. So I was able to imbibe a little bit without having to look at a clock and say, all right, I got to stop drinking at this time because I need to sober up and, you know, whatever. Not that I imbibe too much, but at least it was nice to know that I didn't have to um, stop drinking at 6.30 at night, uh, you know, after sampling a few different beers. So I started off with a Leo vs. Ursus Doublis. Uh, by Firestone Walker. Big, solid hop, really good. Uh, I love these um, Leo vs. Ursus beers. Uh, they really do a nice job. I think there was only one of them that I, I thought missed the mark for me. Um, I'm not really sure. I, I, maybe it was the rye one. I don't remember uh, exactly off the top of my head. I think it was. I think it was the rye one that really wasn't, that didn't sit well with me. Like, it was good. I could drink it, but it wasn't wasn't the best thing that I ever had. So that one was very good. Then I moved on, <clears throat> excuse me, to the uh, the Wookus from uh, uh, Firestone Walker. Dark, smooth, delicious. Really a different take uh, on that IPA and really liked it, uh, how they do it. And the one thing that I love about Firestone, they don't shy away from making big, boozy beers. You know, there are some companies that, you know, they'll do once one or two a year. Firestone prides themselves on doing these big, boozy you know, they sit for a long time, aging uh, type of beers. They make good stuff. You know, their lager is really good. Um, their IPAs are on point. Uh, but when they do the big boozy stuff, like the next one that I'm going to tell you about, uh, they just knock it out of the park. The Succuba from Firestone Walker is just unbelievable. It's subtle. It's boozy. It's just a big, you know, banger of a beer. Uh, it is a deli- It's a barley wine. It's really good. I mean, it's one of those... Succuba is the type of beer, and most of these big boozy beers that Firestone Walker puts out, and you know, they a lot of them come in 12-ounce bottles, and you say to yourself, why a 12-ounce bottle? Trust me, they are very heavy in terms of alcohol. They're the type of beer you share. I mean, if you're going to sit back and have one of these, that's about all you're going to have is one of them, a full one, and you're going to drink it over the course of an hour or two. This is not something that you're going you're to pour in a glass and knock back as quickly as possible. Mm-mm. You're going to pour it in a glass, you're going to let it sit for a little bit, and you're going to sip it slowly. It, that's the key with these things. Speed is not your your uh, friend here. It's it's more of longevity uh, is your friend when it comes to 
uh, the big boozy beers from Firestone Walker. So Succuba is fantastic. Again, like I said, it's very boozy. Then uh, they had the Parabola on tap, uh, their 2018 version. This was a coconut version of the Parabola. Oh, my goodness. Smooth, delicious. The coconut flavors shine throughout. Uh, I am, I'm a fan of coconut in my beer as long as it's subtle. I want to taste it, but I don't want it to be overpowering. If the coconut is overpowering in the beer, I'm completely turned off. Uh, I want beer to taste like beer. It's the same thing with bourbon uh, uh, barrel-aged beers. If I taste more bourbon than beer, then there's a problem. Somebody made a mistake there uh, in what they were adding uh, to the mix. The bourbon should always be subtle. You should taste it. It should be there, but it shouldn't overpower the rest of the flavors of the beer. And I get it that it's a you know a lot of these are big and boozy, but they shouldn't be boozy to the point where they're overwhelming you and you really can't taste beer anymore. The guys from Firestone Walker get it and they nail it every single time. The Parabola with the coconut, unbelievable. Uh, if I find a bottle of Parabola in the stores, I absolutely pick it up. It, trust me, you will not be disappointed. This is definitely one of those you put it in the fridge. Um, or accelerated about 50 degrees, 50, 55 degrees, right? And you can let these age. That's the great part is that you can let these sit for a while and kind of ferment and ca- continue to gather uh, flavor. You get one of these, you crack it at about 50 degrees, pour it in a glass, a couple glasses for friends if you want to share. And, um, you know, you just sit there and you sip these things slowly. I'm telling you, you will love it. And, again, if you're not a big fan of beer, this is a great beer to have as an after-dinner because it's, again, it's beer, but it's not, I don't know, does this make sense? Not super beery? Does that make sense? I guess. I don't know if it does or not. But anyway, as we continue on here in our Suds and Duds segment on the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Uh, Boston Beer had sent me some stuff for Oktoberfest. Had their red lager. It's a decent enough beer. Nothing really memorable. Um, to be honest with you, it's in their 12-pack. Again, you know, Sam Adams does really good beers certain things um their boston lager is great their um their 13th hour beer which is a kind of chocolate coffee whatever that is fantastic uh grumpy grumpy monk is ridiculous they should come out with that more that's a fantastic beer i don't know why they don't mass produce that um but some stuff they're kind of all right their oktoberfest is excellent i really enjoy sam adams oktoberfest that's a great that's a great marzen uh, beer, but uh, this one eh, kind of missed the mark for me, so I would consider that my dud. Uh, Killsboro, the guys are just killing it over there in Killsboro and Staten Island. Telescopic uh, is one of their anniversary beers that I had a double IPA, really, really good. They they just put a. You know how I know that they're doing a great job because I gave a can of Telescopic uh, to uh, my good friend of the show, Buddy Watson, and he actually called me after he drank it, and he goes, "Man, you were right. Oh my God, these guys are killing it." And I said, am I, am I wrong? Now, sometimes I'm off the mark. Uh, but I knew that I, I, I'd get him on this one, and he loved it. And I told him, I said, next time you're back on Staten Island, get over there to Craft House, have dinner. You can have some of the Killsboro beers on draft, and they do sell cans there. I mean, you can get them in other places, too, on Staten Island, Beverage Island being one of them. It's a great place uh, on the North Shore off uh, Richmond Terrace. But, you know, without a doubt, you have to visit the place. And to be honest with you folks, the food, Best pulled pork I've ever had. Juicy, delicious, didn't even need sauce. It was that good. Melted in your mouth. As we continue on here in our Suds and Duds segment on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Who knew that Stone 
an arrogant bastard made a pilsner. I didn't know this. I happened to be walking through one of my local liquor stores and found Enter Night, a collaboration between Stone Brewing and Metallica, the band Metallica. So um, they they call it Arrogant Consortia, but it's really Stone beer, folks. But don't let the label fool you. So it's a pilsner. Stone doesn't make pilsners. I was very surprised by this. So uh, picked up a six-pack of it, and in 16-ounce cans in a six-pack, I think it cost me 11 bucks. So it's not, it's not terribly priced. It's actually pretty decently priced. Crisp, refresh, refreshing, very good. It kind of reminded me, and I'm not a fan of Heineken, but it kind of reminded me a little bit of a Heineken. A little bit. Very, very little. But a very good pilsner. The kind of beer that you would drink maybe after raking leaves in the backyard. Uh, maybe you're tailgating at a, at, a, at a football game or a concert and you need something that's not going to hit you over the head with a sledgehammer. This was a really good beer. Kudos to the guys from Metallica and from uh, Stone. This was an excellent beer. And then finally, my buddy Eddie Hicks, who met up with us at the, um, uh, the uh, Firestone Walker night uh, at Paragon Tapping Table. He gave me a couple of beers. I got a chance to try one. Uh, oh, forever from Other Half. Wow. What a great beer. Other half really just knocks it out of the park. I hear the buzz about these guys all the time. I don't get a chance to try too many beers from Other Half, and I'm not one of these guys who's going to stand online and wait for uh, a beer. But, boy, let me tell you something. Nailed it. Nailed it. So good. Delicious. Phenomenal. Uh, I can't I can't say enough good, you know, <laughs> adjectives about how good Other Half is. Ed, thanks for the beer. I know you gave me a couple of others. I'm definitely going to check them out. He gave me a pumpkin one, I think, from Trogues. Um, the Fudgy the Whale beer from Captain Lawrence. Have to try a couple of those things. But, uh, Ed, thanks for the beers. Very much appreciated. I'm going to have to get you uh, next time with a couple of stuff uh, from my uh, little uh, collection that I have. Now, folks, we are out of time. My thanks to Jerry Crowley, Phil Boyce, Darren Yellen, Sean Z. Bishop Stoll. He's the author of the new book called Hangover. And if, you can get that in bookstores now. And, of course, coming out this Tuesday. And, of course, last but not least, the great Buddy Watson. Back Monday on the Joe Piscopo Show at 6 a.m. This is the Alga Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer... Cheers, everybody.